0: My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet strategic choices that all of us can make in order to feel fully alive. Today in the Three Words podcast studio, I'm here with Russell Catania, and we're having a fantastic conversation about mystery. Putting control, putting the demand for certainty to the side, and talking about what does it mean to normalize the fact that we do not have all the answers And we are not guaranteed to know exactly what tomorrow holds. We can be fearful about that. We can be scared or nervous or unsettled about that reality. And yet that is our reality. Particularly now, in this day and age, as we think about all that's going on in our world, we don't have all the answers. And yet there's the reality that we need to accept the mystery. That's the conversation for today. Not only dispelling the fears that are attached to that idea, but also the opportunities the fun, the spontaneity that comes from accepting mystery in life. It's a dynamic conversation. I think you'll enjoy it very much. Listen in. Russell Catania, you are no stranger to Three Words Podcast. I don't even know how many episodes we've done together, but this is your first time here in the podcast studio, the new Three yes. Words Podcast studio. Um, obviously, uh, you are a life coach with DMB Coaching. You are soon to be a physician and also a on your way to becoming a what, thoracic, cardiothoracic surgeon. Nailed it. Nailed it, okay. <laughs> but today, um, we're not talking about medicine. That's true. We're not talking about life coaching really directly. We're going to talk about these three words. Accept the mystery. Accept the mystery. I'm a little unsettled that those are our three words because I'm like the rest of the world. I want certainty. Yeah. I want absolute knowledge of what tomorrow holds. Why would you suggest that? That we should accept mystery.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't blame it. Why wouldn't you want to know what was happening tomorrow? You could, you could plan your your day so well, your week so well. Yeah. You could expect um, that something bad was going to happen. But and I, I think it's an interesting time to have this conversation mm-hmm. because we are in a a climate, you know, politically and in the healthcare system where we are trying to unturn every single stone. Mm-hmm. We want to know everything about the coronavirus so we can make sure that people are staying healthy and not dying. We are trying to figure out every anticipated uh, you know next uh, course of action for our economical system, for our world political you know you know system. How how do, how do we connect better with other other countries? How do we connect better on our own, you know, political climate? How can we best you know get answers to some of these terrible challenging questions? And ultimately, we are spending so much time unturning these stones because we are trying to do the impossible predict the future and it's impossible right as i I just said you know there's no way we're going to be able to ever figure out what's happening tomorrow i'm sorry dmb i'm I'm here to i'm here to break that news early here i can't well open the book
0: (laughs) i am a planner (laughs) though so what i'm hearing is while i cannot predict the future i can plan for the future yeah but what happens is we're trying to encourage We're trying to encourage choices and planning and strategic thinking for the future, but we need to draw a line in the sand and say, you know what? I can't predict the future. There are going to be things that are unknown. There are going to be mysteries that are forever going to be mysteries. And that's not just true on the global scale, the climate scale, the political scale, all the things you described, COVID-19. I mean, every time we think we're turning the corner there's a new variant, <laughs> it's like, and wait, 40 new questions, right? Yes. And then and what happens is is, is I'm finding, as I kind of tap into people's questions and, and concerns and even fears, that it just makes us really angry, and it makes us like we've have to figure it out. So it, are we not supposed to figure it out?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely not you spend so much time trying to figure out and predict what's going to happen in your tomorrow or your next month or your next year that you kind of drop the ball on just making those simple next best right choices for your own life for your family in your workplace and you get you get so worked up and and, and to be honest with you I think it's in in talking with people patients family you name it one of the biggest sources of anxiety that's even you know driven people to you know access the healthcare system because of their anxiety and their fears is the fear of what's to come those those what ifs those you know how how am i possibly going to find a house in, in this market you know what, yeah. and 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 how am i possibly going to get to that state that i want to live in because that's where my family is how am i possibly going to climb up the career ladder yeah those those challenging challenging things and and we lose sight of what if I just said, it's okay to not know. Maybe uh-huh. I don't know, and maybe that's okay. Yeah. And, and start with, what can I do today, practically, mm-hmm. that will get me closer to that seemingly unachievable you know, reality, that yeah. future reality?
0: I hope you've enjoyed the first few minutes of my conversation with Russell around this idea of accepting the mystery. If you'd like to support this podcast, would you subscribe to our podcast or to our YouTube channel or even share it with a friend? Now back to the episode. Well, we're now well over 100 episodes in Three Words Podcast, and even as I engage in new episodes, I'm thinking of other conversations we've had. I Even as you shared, I'm thinking about the episode Worrying Solves Nothing, right? Uh, that was a great episode. Don't overthink it. I mean, again, we're having these conversations on three words because they are topics and themes that resonate with people's hearts and they connect with people's lives. But I don't know. I just feel I was teasing a little bit with you at the beginning of the episode, but I feel for the most part pretty comfortable with mystery. I feel for the most part pretty comfortable with the unknown. Um, In fact, I would teach that. I would say, hey, don't spend all your time wondering about yesterday and worrying about tomorrow. Be fully present today. There's another episode. Be fully present Unless it's touching my life. Yeah. <laughs> unless, right? unless, because again, it's easy to talk about that theoretically. It's easy to say, well, of course we want to accept mystery. Mystery's nice and mystery's fun and, you know, it makes it more adventurous, right? Until now that reality is right in front of my face and I really, really feel afraid hmm. or I feel concerned. Um, you know, gr- thankfully, I- I've not been in the hospital with COVID, but I'm right. guessing if I was – or I had a close family member who was, I would really not be thrilled about this idea of mystery. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. And so, but I also think, again, we're both people of faith. There's a faith component in here too, because you can't, you have to realize that the world is bigger than you, um, that there's a lot of things we'll never know. And are we okay with that? And. You're suggesting, which is interesting, because you're you're a scientist. That's true. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping if I'm ever laying on your table and you are doing surgery on my heart, which I don't know if that's possible, if that's an ethical problem because I'm a friend of yours. Right. But, a dear friend. Okay. A dear friend. Right. So I'm hoping that um, in those moments you're like, well, we're just going to accept the mystery. No, I'm hoping you know exactly what you're going to do. Right. Right. So there are times you accept the mystery, and there's times for certainty, but. I'm feeling actually pretty freed. I mean, I almost feel like I could take a deep breath because you've just kind of normalized the
1: fact that what does it look like to live life without having all the answers? Yeah. Well, then a job well done. If I can make you feel ten pounds lighter, I suppose uh, I suppose I've done my job here tonight. <laughs> well, but seriously though, I mean, you, you came in with the three words, yeah, Russell. So
0: yeah. these obviously have resonated with you.
1: Tell me more. Yeah, and 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 I think you know. So you know, we we always theorize in these you know first minutes of our conversation, and, and so I, I think it's really important just practically. Please. How do we practically start accepting certain mysteries? And I think you said it so well, you know, there are some mysteries that are okay to be answered. You know, can you imagine if when scientists found out that cancer was because our cells grew uncontrollably, that they said, wow, we'll probably never solve that mystery. Can you imagine what our world would be like? So so obviously some things, it's good, you know, pursue those things. But when it comes to, you know, know, those seemingly just intangible, you know, milestones in our life that we want to meet. I think the first step in being comfortable with being present is to start identifying really, really small, practical areas of your life that you know are, are modifiable, that you know can be altered by, by simple, strategic you know, decisions in your life. And, yeah. and so, you know, so- sometimes people, you know, really struggle, you know, how, how are we going to make ends meet here? how are we going to make ends meet in whatever dimension of your life you're talking about? And, and looking at a problem that's so big, so big, mysterious, right? Right. It can, can be so easily broken down into just bite sized. Okay. Well, like any engineer or scientist, mm-hmm. we break things down into steps, you know, and, and it can be so much more digestible and life can be so much simpler. Mm-hmm. If, if we start thinking about big mysteries like that and, yeah. And you know, sometimes what we find is things that we thought were mysterious actually they they kind of have answers. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know. For example, you you brought up that we're both people of faith, and a lot of people, you know, wonder what's going to happen after you know a cardiothoracic surgeon comes around and can't restart your heart. Yeah, you know, and and you die, and you know, you and I have an answer for that mystery mm-hmm. in, in our faith, and, and and I think that's just one example of. A mystery where if you actually look deep enough, if you look deep enough in the mm-hmm. facts or, you know, you talk with people you love and who can support you, you find that a lot of those mysteries, they actually have practical answers, yeah. real, real tangible answers.
0: And, and we're talking about almost the dark side of mystery. I mean, that's where it, the yeah. conversation begun as though, it the, the fear factor right. when it comes to mystery. But, right. you know, I'm curious your thoughts on the fun side, the, the, the light side, the, oh, yeah. the bright side of mystery it's a, to not know exactly what's going to happen. Isn't there something really f- enjoyable about that and something um, intriguing and almost heartwarming the fact that I'm going to enter into this conversation, or I'm going to um, have this child. Absolutely. We're about to give birth to a child that we right. don't know the personality of this, yeah. of this child. M- many choose not to even know the gender, right? And it's, it's mysterious which makes it kind of fun. I couldn't um, agree more. Why do we want so much certainty? And Can we allow some space and some room for mystery, for unpredictability, for spontaneity? I mean, what if there are parts of your week that are going to be a little mysterious? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm trying to put it in a positive spin yeah, because you- obviously we think about it in a really sad and scary right. context that I don't have all the answers to world's mm-hmm. problems. But also... That's what makes relationships awesome. A little mystery. Yeah, Yeah, Um, absolutely right. That's what makes dating fun. A little mystery. That's what makes parenting, while it's troublesome at times, obviously (laughs) the parent of nine children, you know, I want to know the answers to how to solve this particular problem and issue. But also it's kind of fun to watch them grow. And there's a mysteriousness to where will they end up? (laughs) Who will they become? And am I okay to ride, if I can use this metaphor, to ride the roller coaster of life, not always knowing what's around the next turn, but being grounded enough, being centered enough, being secure enough in my identity and in the things that matter most, um, in the choices that I've made that I've stacked
1: up so that I can actually handle whatever might be around that corner. Yeah. yeah it's, it's funny. You know, I think when my wife eventually hears this, she's someone who will claim she hates surprises, you know, and and people will often say that, but at the end of the day, there's nothing like, you know, opening a door and seeing people you love who you didn't expect to be there for, you know, some event. And, and it's so true, right? Some Sometimes if you leave a little bit of wiggle room in your day-to-day life for, for spontaneity Mm -hmm. and, and for variety, there's so much energy to be had there. There's so much, you know, fulfillment of, of those simple life pleasures that, that can be right around the corner. If you just, you know, throw in that random date night and, you know, you, f- you know, you pull out a, a card, you know, who, yeah. who's going to pick dinner, you know, and, you know, it just, it, that little mystery that, that just pulls on you to just get through, you know, some of the harder parts of your day. Cause you know that there's going to be something super enjoyable and energizing right around the corner. And I couldn't agree with you more. I think those moments are some of the – if we look back on our lives that we've lived so far, those are some of the moments that we talk about most when we're introducing ourselves and getting other people to know about us around a dinner table for the first time. I couldn't agree with you more. I love that thought.
0: Well, and at the very root of the fear of mystery, particularly in these days, and you started our conversation with COVID and uh, political challenges and global realities and so forth, is at the very root of not being able – or not being comfortable with accepting mystery are two things that we talk a lot about that we sometimes don't say out loud as human beings, but they really are at the core of what we most demand, mm-hmm. and that is control. Oh yeah, and certainty, right? And even certainty is an overflow of control. Like we want to be able to control tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we want to be able to control well people we like to be able to control our future and our careers and you know there's so many things we're just and i don't want to say for the first time in human history we're out of control but for the first time in our lifespan in our lifetime we're feeling probably all these things are converging at once there's a lot of uncertainty right so uh this might be a timely conversation because of some people might think uh We have enough mystery, right? (laughs) We have enough mystery. Can we have a little more certainty? And yet here's the point. We can't demand that by wanting that, by demanding it, by, by feeling like seeking after it. We're never going to have it. So to become comfortable in the mystery, not just accept it, but actually normalize it. You know, you're such a practical person. I, as we wrap up this conversation, I mean, I don't want to leave our listeners in this mysterious realm. I want to get practical, and you've hinted to some things, and obviously I've hinted to some things as well. But Russell, final word for our viewers and our listeners: Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, if you're listening and you're wondering, you know, if life will get easier for you if you figure out, you know, what what are what are my utilities going to cost next month, or 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 what is my um, job going to be like in five years, or you know, is the next president going to make my life a little bit easier? We want you to know that at the end of the day, if you look to your life at at the present moment, you will, you will notice that there are things in your life right now that, that you can change and alter that will get you in a position where you've always wanted to be. And, and that's such a, a wonderful thing about this life is that you don't have to leave anything to chance there is always a practical next step for you that you can do one simple choice and you start there and you move forward. And in the meantime, while you're trying to work out all those different nooks and crannies of what the future might hold, just accept that if you make those simple choices, we can promise you that your life will always end up where it was meant to be. And so we hope that in listening here, you have you know a good starting point for uh, for the journey that um you know life has to come
0: always a pleasure being with you my friend my thanks for the advice yeah of course for life coaching consulting services or to hire a keynote speaker please visit dmbcoaching.com